Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The problem. What we have is too strong, too powerful. I've never seen anything like this. Could cause uh, everybody to freak out. With ridiculous bullshit that stunned the world. This is a new way. This is a new day. Because consciousness is expanding. Are you serious? This is democracy benefit. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. Even worse, Fig Newtons. I give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Oh, that's a good one. Ah, I even I'd like to know how many days... I've, had, I've, I've found a Lego in my shoe. <laughs> I find a Lego in my shoe almost every single day. It's interesting. 
because uh, I've got one in my shoe right now. I thought, do I, I've got a rock in my shoe? Also, like, it sounds like a metaphor. It sounds like that ought to be the title of your book, your memoir. About Lego parent? in my shoe. About parenting? Or right. It'd be, uh, it'd be a humorous uh, account of the, the challenges and yet your triumph. <laughs> and and the well, things you learn. You're assuming a triumph. I'm not. <laughs> well. Live from Studio C. You know what it is. It's a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And man, it's a big day. Today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The Mueller Report. Also, spin class, everybody. America's <laughs> going to go to spin class because the spin machinery of both sides is going to be roaring. It's going to be roaring yeah. at its highest setting. I'm looking forward to our opening clip, uh, which we're going to play here in a moment, because I think it is absolutely true, and I don't want to spoil that, so I won't get into that. But Truth. That's what we're after. Here. So if you're watching the Trump-hating media, or if you haven't followed it for the last 24 hours, you don't know what it is. <laughs> the the, the Trump-hating media is mostly focusing on the fact that... Um, Trump got to look at it uh, ahead of time. Uh, I had I had to watch like five shows before anybody brought up the fact that he legally has a right to. Sure. Um, yeah. But no, no, nobody mentioned that. They all used tones to assume something terrible had happened. It ought to just be released unredacted to but, Congress. Then I finally came across one person on one show who said, uh, legally, he could have done that at any point. Yeah, the, uh, he the law ask. says it's delivered to the Justice Department. But, it, so. but um, uh, that aside, so you got that, and then you've got the whole bar is going to come out here in a, in a, in a few minutes and uh, and start talking before the reporters get a chance to see it. And uh, He's going to spin it, Jack. And I think the real key to the whole thing is uh, this is going to play out slowly over a long period of time. The, the who got it an hour before who is going to be lost to history because it's not going to matter. No. The details, as looked at by grown-ups, will matter. Yes. Whatever they are. But the, the who got it before who at... What time is just not going to matter. But, but man, it was it was a hot topic. I'll tell you what on the Trump hating media. I was going to say that discussion is taking place at a fever pitch. I suggest oh, yeah. you don't dip your toe in it. It's annoying. Yeah. Uh, yes, this uh, report I suspect will be grist for everyone's mill for quite some time, depending on the state of redactions. And I was w- w- thinking about this this morning. I have no earthly sense of. What portion of the the um, you know the factual basis of the report was from? Uh, are you checking your boot for a Lego? It's not a Lego. It's a bottle cap. Ah, <laughs> all right. That can't be comfortable. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, it was way up in the toe, so it was barely bothering me. Okay, because uh, of the way boots fit. Yeah, I'm not a boot guy, but yeah, it's a big green water bottle cap. It would appear a screw also, on. Type. Also from my son, but uh, ah, I yeah. see. Let's see. A little loving, uh, hey, Dad, have a good day at work, I guess. as it were. <laughs> anyway, I have no idea to what extent, for instance, grand jury testimony is a portion of the report. Because grand jury testimony has to be redacted. It's the law. Is that 5% or 45%? I know they just grilled a lot of people individually, so there will be plenty of that. But I have no sense of any of that stuff. We've got a good plan from when the, uh, for when the uh, report finally hits the website. And we get to start reading through it. We are going to read through the report 
and Joe is going to fill in the redacted parts with what he thinks it says. Yes, based, based on, I'm hearing what sounds like laughter. This will be based upon my years of experience. You almost went to law school? As yeah. a top radio pundit, my degree from a high university in the science of politics. You were on crew? I was, uh, I was, the, I was the guy who barked this, roll faster. Uh, right. Plus, uh, there's. Uh, I almost went to law school. Right. So I feel like I can pretty accurately tell you what the redacted stuff is. <laughs> so we'll be doing that. And we don't know if it's going to be a word here or there or like several pages in a row. Do Both. We? Do we? Yeah. It, you're going to have single words or, or names, more likely. You're going to have a sentence in a paragraph redacted. You're going to have an entire five pages of black lines. Well, if you get five pages of black lines, that's where you have to assume it says this is where the hookers climbed on the bed and urinated where Obama slept. Right. You can only assume that's right. that part, right? If the hookers testified before the grand jury. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, introduce everybody on the squad to kick off the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing good. Ouch. Wait a There's a paper clip in my shoe. There Sorry you go. That. Hey, oh. um, not, this is a commercial coming soon to a TV near you. Hi, I'm James Comey for Folgers Crystals. While the Mueller report didn't show President Trump colluded with Russia, it shows that he drinks a lousy cup of coffee. Ah! I'm just like trying it. to think what they're going to find deals. in this report. And nobody knows. We will know here in about uh, 20 minutes, I Or think. will we? There's Positive Sean, who's, by the way, that that noise in the background is the fan still running. Yeah. Michael has no air conditioning in his cage. Yeah, this is great. Somebody, some <laughs> some people call it a radio booth or studio or whatever. We call it the cage. Michael, yeah. back in your cage. <laughs> All right. Uh, there is a Positive Sean. How are you, Sean? Doing very well, but not as well as Pennsylvania, who at long last has an official state amphibian. Finally. It is the Eastern Hellbender, a two-foot-long salamander. Sometimes called the lasagna lizard, sometimes called the mud devil, sometimes called the snot otter. No, <laughs> the snot otter. I like that one best. Yeah. The state's house voted in a landslide 191 to 6 to honor the snot otter. So uh, who says we can't come together what, what on What was things? that first name? Uh, the lasagna lizard. No, what's the, before what's that? that about? The mud devil. Does it taste like oh, no, the lasagna Eastern, or look like it or what? The eastern hellbender is That's what it sounds like. To, how was your party the other night? Oh, it was an eastern hellbender. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you should have been there. I still can't see out of my left eye. <laughs> yeah, it's, wow. It's a, that lizard has more great names than any other beast on earth. <laughs> That's great. There is Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm doing very well. Real life for me yesterday, fueled by great weather, was a western hellbender. I'll tell you what. I finished putting my new vacuum cleaner together. All right. Wow. Took it out for a spin. <laughs> Good times. Boy, the over-under was 17 months. Yeah. Vegas got yeah. hammered on Killed this it. one. Oh, yeah. Was putting it together just plugging the hose into the side? No. That's usually what it is it, with a vacuum no. cleaner. You've got some pictures <laughs> that tell you how to do part of it and then they go away and in comes this incomprehensible text which you know you really have to ignore and just go with your gut. Oh, yeah. I never I never use instructions <laughs> yeah. anyway. That's I, part of my thing. I never use instructions. Oh boy. So I got busy on that. I fixed my back gate which had been wrecked by the wet winter. I pulled a bunch of weeds and ate a steak. 
Yeah, that's a good day. That was a great that's afternoon. A, that's an eastern hellbender is what yep. that is. You know, I think you're not using directions is just insane, and I've long thought it was ill-advised. But I did have the experience where I read painstakingly, as I usually do, yep. all the uh, regulations, all the uh, the uh, instructions and warnings and all on my log splitter that I bought. <laughs> and right. by the time I was done, I was too terrified to use it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I finally plugged it in and used it. And the thing moves at the speed of, you know, the two-toed sloth. I mean, it's, you, you could you could sit on it with your genitals, like you're just ready to be James Bonded, and then just get up at the last second. You'd be fine. Sure do a stream of that if you ever try that. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. It's a, it's must. a, it's a yeah. Darwin machine, yeah. actually. If it kills you, it should just say on the instructions, if this kills you, it's probably better for the herd. Right. I yeah, mean, I, seriously. I agree. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. Don't put your head be in where it'll get crushed. Okay, I won't. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this Thursday, April 18th, and historic day, the year 2019, we're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's begin officially according to FCC rules and regulations. There we go at Mark. The investigations of Donald Trump will not only continue, they will actually pick up their pace because for them, Tomorrow's release of the redacted version of the Mueller report is not the end. It's not even the beginning of the end. But it is the end of the beginning of the investigations of Donald Trump. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want that to be true, but I guarantee you it is. Oh, yeah. And so what happens over the next hour, and like I said, who got to see it first and all that will be lost to history. Won't matter. No. Uh, we got we got their bigger fish to fry or attempt to fry over the coming days, weeks, and months, maybe years. Bigger lizards to gut. <laughs> put on the fl- put the, in the frying pan. That lasagna lizard tastes just like a meat lasagna. What are other headlines there, Marshall? Uh, countdown is off for the Mueller report. Not before though the AG's press conference. North Korea's Kim fires off a rocket oh, and sets geez. up a summit with Putin. Yeah. And first it was 3D hearts, and now it's reviving the brains of the dead. Well, I don't think Trump and Fathead in North Korea are friends enough that he could get Fathead to do something provocative to try to bump the Mueller report off the front page. But, uh, man, it's a provocative move by North Korea. The missile and announcing a meeting with Putin? Holy crap. I say that love affair is over. We're going to discuss a little bit. We're going to do a pre-buttle. Is that what we're doing? Whatever. Because the whole thing comes out in a few minutes. I'm going to try to put it in an historical context. Ah, that's useful. Among other things. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Are you going to say it's the, uh, the biggest division since the Civil War? This seems to be a popular comparison these days. A lot of people who are smart say that. Mm. Like a lot of people that really know what they're talking about say that. I hope that's not true either. Brother, killing brother. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, One More Thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. The 
we might as well share this with you because we don't know, and neither do you, neither does anybody else. We are just discussing, um, you know, how entertaining, how interesting is this going to be when Attorney General Barr and Rosenstein come out? Are, are they going to spend 10 minutes on the summary before they start taking questions or an hour and a half? And it's going to include a lot of complicated process stuff that's really not that interesting? The more I learn about the news conference, the more I think, yes, that will be the case. Uh, according to the... The new- long version or the short version of the process? Uh, the news conference will address three main topics. And this is before the report is sent. Barr's just going to wave it around in his hand. You want this, don't you? You'd like to read this, wouldn't you? Well, you're not going to yet. I noticed, so, on that, the New York Times changed their article. So there was an article yesterday that said the report will come out at 9.30 Eastern at this website, and they had a link. Right. Well, that's not, they don't have that anymore. Correct. So they so that was the information they had yesterday. So if that's what you heard, that's what I heard. Mm-hmm. That's different today. Right. Yeah, clearly. But according to the New York Times, the news conference scheduled for 9.30 Eastern, 6.30 Pacific, or... Check a time zone near you. Five tomorrow in Baghdad? I don't know. You know, we actually we got a, a charming email from a listener in Hawaii who said, look, by the time I get up, this will be out. It'll be digested. <laughs> that's the way to I'll do it. I'll tune you guys in figure that's, out what's going that's on. That's the way you do that it. That is exactly the way to do it. Anyway, uh, the news conference will address three main topics. Whether executive privilege was invoked, any interactions about the report with the White House, and how the department redacted it. That could be pretty dull. The how they redacted it could be pretty dull. And and I have no sense of, does that describe five minutes worth of uh, verbiage from Bar's, uh, Bill Barr? Barr's a slow talker. Or Well, right. Uh, so, is it a slow five minutes, or is it like an hour and a half? Now, when they get to the question and answer, guaranteed entertaining. Yes. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Because the media is loaded for bar, if you'll pardon expression. Wow. Well played. Michael, how good was that? Huh? I, that was very good. I yes, only hit yes. you. I hit you with that stupid pun because I heard this yesterday. <laughs> God, I should have grabbed the audio because it was so good. Somebody on one of the cable news shows on MSNBC said, this is going to be a lot better than what we got back before from Mueller's report. In fact, I've been b- calling it the Mueller draft light. And he paused and waited for everybody to like I guess pick him up on their shoulders and carry him around the room. <laughs> Miller Draft Light, you get it. Drop pun, the pun. That's the terrible. Muller Draft Light. And they kind of looked around and there was no Muller response. Muller Light, <laughs> like beer? <laughs> wow. I, I thought that was funny. Anyway, they will be loaded for bar. When they uh, start the question and answer, that'll be good. But I don't know if that comes an hour in or ten minutes the in. The media will be setting a high bar. So anybody, nobody. So the Trump, the Trump team has seen this already, uh, according to various reports. People mm-hmm. were going crazy on MSNBC and CNN about that. Yeah, you got to be crazy, go crazy about something. How That's unfair that is, even though it's perfectly legal. Right. I'm I'm bringing you this perspective just to show you that this little bit of timing just doesn't matter. Um. So for whatever reason, I was reading about this the other day, the famous Saturday Night Massacre of the Watergate era, when Richard Nixon ordered his attorney general to fire the special counsel. So it'd be Trump calling in his attorney general to, to fire Robert Mueller right. months ago. Bill Barr. And the attorney general at the time said, I ain't going to do it, and resigned. So they got the next guy in line, and Nixon said, you are attorney general now. Go fire the special counsel. And that guy said, I'm not going to do it, and resigned. Yeah. So he got to the 
third guy, and that guy considered resigning but didn't, and then fired the special counsel. But anyway, so all this news broke. Within a week, for the first time, the polls showed a more a majority of Americans thought Nixon should be impeached. Mm. So you got you got not did he mean hey could you take care of Flynn was that obstruction of justice right and the majority <laughs> of America says move on. There's a poll out today. It says sixty five percent of Americans say move on. Right. You had a majority of Americans say impeach. You had the president firing two attorney generals in effect. Right. And it still took... And the special uh, prosecutor. And it still took nine months before the first articles of impeachment came out of the House. Mm. Even with the majority of America wanting it and obvious evidence to everyone that the president was trying to obstruct justice. So the ins and outs of a minute or an hour here or there today does not matter. These things move slowly. And the truth will win out, whatever it is. Wow, it's like listening to a... A Revolutionary War soldier talk about old times. Jack, this is the go-go 21st century. We need to have a, a conclusion by noon. And if Trump gets a chance to spin it be- an hour before everybody else, he'll win. I hope that's not the way the process works. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> Barr is just starting. He steps up to the podium. Um, but, but Marshall, can you read the president's tweet? And then we'll go right to it because the president just tweeted seconds ago. Indeed, he tweeted the greatest political hoax of all time! Exclamation point! Crimes were committed by crooked, dirty cops and DNC. The Democrats. End of tweet. Okay. Well, that's like your opinion, man. <laughs> Here we go. The Attorney General of the United States. Good morning, everybody, and thanks for being here this morning. You're welcome. As you know, on March 22nd, Special Counsel Robert Mueller concluded his investigation into matters related to Russian attempts to interfere. Oh, yeah, right. I'd forgotten about that. In our 2016 presidential election, and he submitted his confidential report to me pursuant to department regulations. As I said during my Senate confirmation hearing and since, I'm committed to ensuring the greatest degree possible of transparency concerning the special counsel's investigation consistent with the law. At 11 this morning, I'm going to transmit copies of the public version of the special counsel's report to the chairman and ranking members of the Senate and House Judiciary Committees. The Department of Justice will also make the report available to the American people by posting it on the department's website after uh, it has been delivered to Congress. I'd like to make a few comments today on the report. Before I do that, I want to thank uh, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein for joining me here today and for his assistance and counsel throughout this process. Rod, as you know, has served at the department for nearly 30 years. Why do they do this sort of stuff? You can put it down just a little bit while we're talking, Michael, but leave it up so I can tell that they're still talking. Why do they do this sort of stuff? Every organization does it. Do you have to do it? Nobody listening wants to hear it. 
Nobody. It's like credits at the end of a movie. Yeah, but people walk out during those. They're at the end. You've seen the movie. You're not obligated. And yet they do it. They don't run the credits at the beginning of the movie. They used to. Boring. <laughs> well, let's, let's hear what he says. And has been able to see the special counsel's investigation through to its conclusion. This goes to, is it fixed? Because Rosenstein's a, a Democrat. Peepers. To thank Special Counsel Robert Mueller for his service and the thoroughness of his investigation, particularly his work exposing the nature of Russia's attempts to interfere in our electoral process. As you know, one of the primary purposes of the Special Counsel's investigation was to determine whether President Trump's campaign or any individual associated with it conspired or coordinated with the Russian government to interfere in the 2016 election. Volume one of the special counsel's report describes the results of that investigation. As you will see, the special counsel's report states that his, quote, investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government in its election interference activities. We got to that right at the beginning. I am sure that all Americans share my concern about the efforts of the Russian government to interfere in our presidential election. As the special counsel report makes clear, the Russian government sought to interfere in our election process. But thanks to the special counsel's thorough investigation, we now know that the Russian operatives who perpetrated these schemes did not have the cooperation of President Trump or the Trump campaign or the knowing assistance of any other American for that matter. That is something that all Americans can and should be grateful to have confirmed. You're here. The special counsel report outlines two main efforts by the Russian government to influence the 2016 election. First, the report details efforts by the Internet Research Agency, a Russian company with close ties to the Russian government, to sow social discord among American voters through disinformation and social media operations. Following a thorough investigation of this disinformation campaign, the special counsel brought charges in federal court against several Russian nationals and entities for their respective roles in this scheme. Those charges remain pending, and the individual defendants remain at large. But the special counsel found no evidence that any American, including anyone associated with the Trump campaign, conspired or coordinated with the Russian government or the IRA in this illegal scheme. Indeed, as the report states, quote, the investigation did not identify evidence that any U.S. person knowingly or intentionally coordinated with the IRA's interference operation, unquote. Put another way, the special counsel found no collusion by any Americans in IRA's illegal activities. Should we just stop there and then go to music? or uh, That's all we need to know, right? Trump is cleared. Well, there... <laughs> He's cleared? Fully vindicated. <laughs> there is the question of obstruction before us. Oh, dang it. Yep. You always have to bring it back. To that. Second, the report details efforts by the Russian military officials associated with the GRU, the Russian Military Intelligence Organization, 
to hack into computers and steal documents and emails from individuals associated with the Democratic Party and Hillary Clinton's campaign for the purpose of eventual, eventually publicizing these documents. Obtaining such unauthorized access into computers is a federal crime. Following a thorough investigation of these hacking operations, the special counsel brought charges in federal court against several Russian military officers for their respective roles in these illegal hacking operations. Those charges are still pending and the defendants remain at large. But again, the special counsel's report did not find any evidence that members of the Trump campaign or anyone associated with the campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government in these hacking operations. Okay, so we can go to music now. He's a completely vindicated. Another eight country hits on a row. Uh, well, Trump's got to be loving this so far, of right? The collusion stuff, yes. Yes, it is a, a complete fiction that was flogged for years on left-leaning media, by left-leaning media. One finds oneself wondering why and, your your Carter's page and your your Papadopoulos's and your Flynn's bothered lying about you know running into the fat Kislyak, the Russian ambassador at the mall or whatever happened. But you got former CIA directors saying, "Oh, it's very clear." No, and the current uh, House uh, chairman of the, uh, the the committee that looks into this sort of stuff. Adam the evidence is there in the open right. of the collusion. There is definitive evidence. I've seen it. Says Adam Schiff. Very. In other words, there was no evidence of the Trump campaign collusion with the Russian government's hacking. The special counsel's investigation also examined Russian efforts to publish stolen emails and documents on the Internet. The special counsel found that after the GRU disseminated some of the stolen documents to entities that it controlled, DC Leaks and Guccifer 2, the GRU transferred some of the stolen materials to WikiLeaks for publication. WikiLeaks then made a series of document dumps. The special counsel also investigated whether any member or affiliate of the Trump campaign encouraged or otherwise played a role in these dissemination efforts. Under applicable law, publication of these types of material would not be criminal unless the publisher also participated in the underlying hacking conspiracy. That gets to the whole Assange thing. Right. Got out the other day. Just for people, since you're listening to the radio, we should let you know what it looks like. You've got Barr there at the podium, as you'd expect, but behind him you got Rosenstein, who looks like a wax statue. Right. Who's that handsome bearded gent behind him? That's a powerful beard. I think that's security. I don't know. He, he was unintroduced. He stands there looming, bearded. The two gentlemen behind him, including Rod Rosenstein, peepers, not, no expression, no blinking. Right. No pulse, apparently. Right. Back to the attorney general. Here, too, the special counsel's report did not find that any person associated with the Trump campaign illegally participated in the dissemination of the materials. Finally, the special counsel investigated a number of links or contacts between the Trump campaign officials and individuals connected with the Russian government during the 2016 presidential campaign. After reviewing these contacts, the special counsel did not find any conspiracy to violate U.S. law involving Russian-linked persons and any persons associated with the Trump campaign. All right, one thought at this point. 
Uh, it is at least amusing, depending on your point of view, or perhaps troubling, that the president, Donald J. Trump, has spent the last couple of years <laughs> denigrating Mueller and his team. Oh, yeah. how they're hacks and oh, yeah. partisans. Bunch of Democrats. Bunch of lying Democrats. Gave money to Hillary. Lying Hillary. Who found Can't that be trusted. we didn't work with the Russians. We didn't work with WikiLeaks and trying to get the info. Right. None of the stuff. Boy, Roger Stone, why did they have all those... This, why'd they have the the military go into his house? Because apparently he was not connected to uh, getting this information with the Russians. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and you know, it gets different standards get applied to different questions. I mean, this stuff about the disseminating the hacking stuff—it's just nothing that violated any laws. But there, there's no no working hand in glove at all, apparently. So Whether does, it's legal or illegal. So does, I mean, this is pretty definitive. I would say, do Trump and Giuliani need to pivot to that? Mueller, he's a hell of a guy. I mean, Presidential Medal of Freedom, just like I gave to uh, Tiger Woods the other day. Same thing, I'm giving to Mueller. In fact, I'm giving him Tigers. Tiger, you got to wait. <laughs> I don't know. The bottom line. After nearly two years of investigation, thousands of subpoenas, hundreds of warrants and witness interviews, the special counsel confirmed that the Russian government sponsored efforts to illegally interfere with the 2016 presidential election, but did not find that the Trump campaign or other Americans colluded in those efforts. Okay, that's a good time to take a little break. That is a pretty definitive statement right there. Um, similar to what we heard four weeks ago, and uh, people have been claiming since then, oh, no, no, he's hiding the good stuff. Well, we'll see. The question and answer is to come, I'm sure. Yeah. Can't believe, you know, an entire industry got by and whipping this stuff up you'll never, You'll never be able to explain to people who didn't live through it how crazy it was for two years, how obsessed the media was with this. But what about obstruction, Jack? Stay with us. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of nation. The nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So we have skipped ahead just a little bit. It was a a command decision. Uh, Robert uh, Bob Barr, the Attorney General of the United States, has got his press conference going. He came out. He explained uh, at great detail that the Trump campaign did not collude with Russia. Um, They were not involved in the hacking of the... um, uh, DNC email or any of that sort of stuff. They weren't directly working directly with the Russians or WikiLeaks. They established all that. No coordination on any level. Then they went through the who was involved in the redacting and made it clear there was no executive privilege uh, issued at any point. So the president didn't say, hey, you can't use that. We skipped ahead because the question and answer just began. So we're going to get to the very first question, which just happened moments ago. One very quick point. They also said that a uh, an unredacted version, except for the grand jury testimony, will be going to the leaders of Congress. Uh, so all of the uh, classified stuff, et cetera. Which so that means ought to that, satisfy them. And which means that if there's anything juicy in there, that will leak, it out, leak out. Yes. Today. Today. Yes. Yes. Before you have lunch. Though it may be classified. Yeah. 
have a few questions. Sure. Uh, Mr. Attorney General, we don't have the report in hand, so could you explain for us the special counsel's articulated reason for not reaching a decision on obstruction of justice and if it had anything to do with the department's longstanding guidance on not indicting a sitting president and you say you disagreed with some of his legal theories. What did you disagree with him on? Okay, before we get to the answer, I, I was watching a little roundtable yesterday with somebody who represents uh, the journalist fraternity or league or whatever, White House correspondents, who suggested that the first statement from any journalist should be, since we do not have the report, we are not going to ask any questions. We would like to meet again later this afternoon. Hmm. As just a show of, what are we doing here? <laughs> you stand up and give your view. We don't have any of the information to ask questions about. What's yeah. the point of this? Yeah, well, I, I could see that. I can kind of see that she myself. kind of got, uh, got some of that. But anyway, yeah. back to the question. Um, the I, I'd leave it to his description in the report, the special counsel's own articulation of of why he did not want to make a determination as to whether or not there was an obstruction of fence. But I will say that when we met with him, uh, Deputy Attorney General uh, Rosenstein and I met with him along with Ed O'Callaghan, uh, who is the principal associate deputy. On March 5th, we specifically asked him about the OLC opinion and whether or not he was taking the position that he would have found a crime but for the existence of the OLC opinion. And he made it very clear several times that that was not his position. He he was not saying that but for the OLC opinion he would have found a crime. He made it clear that he had not made the determination that there was a crime. Given that, uh, why did you and Mr. Rosenstein feel the need you had to take it to the next step to conclude that there was no crime, especially given that DOJ policy? Well, the very prosecutorial function and all our powers as prosecutors, including the power to convene grand juries and the compulsory process that's involved there, is for one purpose and one purpose only. It's determined yes or no. Was alleged conduct criminal or not criminal? That is, that is our responsibility, and that's why we have the tools we have. And we don't go through this process just to collect information and throw it out to the public. We collect this information. We use that compulsory process for the purpose of making that decision. And because uh, the special counsel did not make that decision, we felt the department had to, and that was a decision by uh, me and the Deputy Attorney General. Yes. The special counsel indicate uh, that he wanted you to make the decision or that it should be left for Congress, and also how do you respond to criticism you're receiving, receiving from congressional Democrats that you're acting more as a attorney for the president rather than uh, as the chief law enforcement officer? Special Counsel Mueller did not indicate that his purpose was to leave the decision to Congress. I hope that was not his view, since we don't convene grand juries and conduct criminal investigations for that purpose. Uh, he did not, I didn't talk to him directly about uh, the fact that we were making the decision, but I am told that his reaction to that was that it was uh, my, my prerogative as Attorney General to make that decision. Uh, 
Attorney General Bob Hassan here at Fox News. Hi there. Is there anything you can share today about your review of the genesis of the Russian investigation and what yes. assets have been provided to investigate? Uh, no, today I'm really focused just on the process of releasing this report. Robert Mueller himself to testify. Uh, Robert Mueller remains a Justice Department employee as of this moment. Will you permit him to testify publicly to Congress? I have no objection to Bob Mueller personally wow. testifying. Uh, um, Mr. Attorney General, it's not the Democrats who have questioned some of the process here. A Republican appointed judge on Tuesday said you have, quote, created an environment that has caused a significant part of the American public to be concerned about these redactions. You clear the president on obstruction. The president is fundraising off of your comments about spying. And here you have remarks that are quite generous to the president, including acknowledging his feelings and his emotions. So what do you say to people on both sides of the aisle who are concerned that you are trying to protect the president? Well, actually, the, the statements about about his 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 uh, sincere beliefs are, for, are are recognized in the report that there was substantial evidence for that. So I'm not sure what your basis is for saying that I am being generous to the president. It's an unprecedented situation. It just seems like there's a it lot is. of effort to say to, to go out of your way to acknowledge how this. Well, is there is there another precedent for it? No, but it's a okay. So unprecedented is an accurate description, isn't it? Yes. Okay. What do you say to people who are trying to protect the president? There's a lot of public interest in the absence of the special counsel and members of this team. Was he invited to join you up on the podium? Why is he not here? This this report, obviously, that you're talking about today. No, it's not. report he did for me as the attorney general. He is required under the regulation to, pr to provide me with a confidential report. I'm here to discuss my response to that report and my decision, entirely discretionary, to make it public. So and they wrap it up and walk out yeah, at that point. Yeah, yeah they're yep. done. Yep. They're done. It's over. I thought it would last an hour and a half. It's over. Now we get to discuss and wait for the report to hit the website. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. 
It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.